Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer. My name is Austin. We are so excited that you joined us for episode nine of Figuring It Out. Wow. Yeah, it's it's incredible. And Spencer and I were talking about actually a little bit of time before uh, before we jumped on here today, and we just can't believe it's already November. It's like yeah, it's it, it came out of it's nowhere. It's flying by. <laughs> just like that, nine episodes in. Yeah, yeah, nine episodes in in November. And I, yeah, and I know I know we were gone last week, but we're back. We're back. We're back. Yeah, we're back. We didn't forget about you guys out there. Some Don't, technical difficulties. Yeah, technical difficulties. Now, <laughs> it's always fun recording uh, recording a podcast from distance because yeah. uh, I'm in Pensacola, Spencer's in Tampa at Bay Hope, and it's. We've had our challenges. <laughs> we, yeah, we've, we've had some struggles. We've had a little bit. Of so some long distance struggles. But hey, we despite the struggles, we are so thankful for each and every one of you that continue to listen week in and week out. Uh, just want to give a quick shout out to Harmony, who she's one of my friends here at school, and she came up to me and she said she's really been enjoying the podcast. So Harmony, thank you so much oh, for listening. Thank you, Harmony. Thank you, Harmony, for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And we've even, got a listener. <laughs> we got one. We got one. <laughs> But shout out to Harmony. Shout out to Harmony. <laughs> but again, thank you, not just Harmony, but thank you everybody who's been faithfully listening. And again, if you guys have any questions, if you guys are wrestling with how, figuring life out, figuring out how to live as a Christian in a seemingly crazy world, uh, let us know. Email us. Hit us up on all of our socials at Bay Hope Church. Email us at, uh, at hello at bayhope.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to just connect with you and know how you're figuring, figuring things out. But because yeah, we're still trying to figure it out, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what we got to preface it with. We are still trying to figure it out. <laughs> but Spencer and I were talking about how he so for those of you who, have, who haven't seen Spencer, he has a, a beautiful, luscious beard. And, well, and I don't. And we were talking about no shave November. And yeah, you are you you're not participating. No, I <laughs> I can't grow facial hair. So it's like <laughs> I grow a little bit of stubble like around my chin, around my neckline, but then otherwise it's it's not worth it. It just looks, But you can't, right? I not oh yeah, I can't because of the So I go to a school that requires a dress code for classes and part of the dress code is shaving. And so if you don't have a beard that uh connects the the main part of the beard with the mustache, you can't have a beard. <laughs> So you can have a mustache, but you can't just have like a beard. Wow. So I can't get it to connect. So I just and it looks real scraggly <laughs> anyway. So it looks looks They're bad. showing some serious beard partiality. Yeah, there. I know, right? <laughs> they, I don't. I wouldn't be allowed. They fit. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> connect. Spencer have to That's shave. terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'd be very upset. Yeah, I know. It's you jerks. There, there are a lot of guys here who get very, very angry. It's funny. One of my. I know a couple of guys who they put the like Rogaine foam for men on their beards to try to get yeah. it to connect. Some take like a, a Sharpie and like just draw, oh like, draw in the connecting line to, to help. At that point, at that point, it's not worth it. Exactly. I'm like, it's a, I'm like, guys. So all that to say, I don't have a beard. <laughs> but it's no shade November. So we're going to keep it going. Yeah. For the longest time, I wasn't able like even now it's still like kind of rough and mm -hmm. patchy. Mm hmm. But, like, for the longest time, I was only able to grow the mustache. Okay. And so it looked very creepy. <laughs> and so that was all I could grow was just the mustache, and it looked very creepy. I say the first time you're on camera, I say you just, like, you shock the world. And just, like, shave the beard <laughs> and just keep the mustache. I'll do that. I'll do that at the end of, <laughs> at the end of November. I'll shave everything but the mustache. Oh, so, okay, so you're participating in No Shave November here. 
yeah, yeah, yeah of course. All right, all right. Well, it was, it was kind of like I started off like not even thinking about No Shade November, and then I went to go shave the other day, and I was like, wait a second. Like, it's No Shade November. I'll just keep not shaving. <laughs> it's an excuse. So it's a combination You're... of laziness. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's an excuse. Just like, hey, it's, it's No Shade November. <laughs> I don't got to shave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, well, Godspeed, my friend. I can't grow facial yep. hair, so I'll, I'll grow facial hair vicariously through you. <laughs> yes, there you go. Yeah, this is, this is some great radio right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But, hey, today we're going to be talking about an interesting topic that Seems like at, at first, at first hearing the the topic, you're kind of like, "Why are we talking about this? Why are you talking about it?" But we're going to be talking about money and specifically the importance of giving. And it's like it's it kind of fits with the the holiday theme, holiday season we're in, Thanksgiving. But we're going to be talking about like the importance of giving. Why should we give uh, specifically to the church? Why should we be generous with our money? Uh, and so it's it's kind of an interesting topic, and I know immediately some of you listening out there probably are like grabbing your wallet, saying, "We're, we're they're asking us for money. We're not asking for money. <laughs> we're just we're no." Talking. That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the okay. So give us money. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, but yeah, it's like it's it's an interesting topic because people are people always feel weird when, especially church leadership, addresses the topic of giving, and it's i don't i don't know it's i don't know where that came about i don't know how that came about but i think giving is vitally important to just living in the fullness of how god created us to live right uh, spencer what, how have you understood this dynamic of giving like throughout your life well let's see like growing up my parents kind of always had like this is like we didn't get like allowance Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like you do chores and you were able to like get money or like my dad would have us pick up acorns and like we'd get 10 cents. But then we started like grinding a little harder and we got like tons of acorns. So my dad reduced it to he, like he, he had to lower the penny. price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were getting too good at picking up acorns. But but so with that, they'd have us like kind of put 10 percent aside. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really understand like why. And I was like, it's just doing it because it was like the right thing. We knew we were supposed to do it. Um, it was always like unfortunate because it could have gone to like candy or something like that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever you're buying at like six years old. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's kind of how I always understood it, understood it like growing up. And then once I got a job, then it's like it got a little harder to give like 10% because then you're making a little bit more. Yeah. And so I didn't, I guess I didn't really see the whole purpose of it mm-hmm. until like somewhat recently. Yeah. And like then I see it as you're giving to God because God has blessed you mm. with this money because none of it is ours. Like yeah. if you're looking at God like that, like God has blessed you with so much, and so He's he, He's given you a job, and so you're just like giving barely anything back to Him, like saying thank you. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I've seen it. Yeah, that's and that's it's interesting that you bring that up, and I think that's so important that when we talk about giving, we recognize. God's gracious and good character in in giving, right? If we think about it, if we kind of step back and remove ourselves a little bit from our own world, just think about how how much God has given each and every one of us, right? Oftentimes when I'm like down, when I'm I don't know, when I'm in my own headspace kind of, I've had a busy day at school and I'm just feeling kind of drained, oftentimes what I'll do is 
I'll just for me, my safe space, my like the the place of peace for me is outside in nature, right? I I love going on. I love just being in nature. Like I, I've always been an outdoors kind of kid, and and like especially recently, like as I've grown, uh, as I've entered my young adult life, I I really actually loved going on walks, and <laughs> I say that. And our small group, our young adult small group that Spencer and I lead, they roast me for it because I don't know why. But I love it. It's for looking at the stars. Yeah. That's what they roasted you for was looking at the stars. I was going to get to that. But yes, I I love like (laughs) whenever I go outside and when I take walks at night specifically, I love looking at the stars. And I don't know. It's just this sense of awe and wonder that comes over me. And it's just it's beautiful. Right. And. It ultimately, I think I, I love it so much because it kind of puts me in my place, right? It kind of reminds me I'm not God. And even just looking around at creation, you just see how generous and how giving God is, right? Like God has given each and every one of us so much. And he, the fact that he sustains all of nature, all of creation by his words, by his actions, that to me just shows his giving nature. And we give not because like God requires it, right? But we give because God has given so much to us. And I think that's important to remember when giving because that changes our attitude, right? It's not that <laughs> the the church is full of a bunch of well, some people in the church, yes, they are they they are very materialistic and focus on money, but the church was not meant to be materialistic, right? The, the church was not meant to seek money. Money was to be used as a means to to grow the body, to to help and aid the body. I know John Wesley said uh, he his one of his most famous sayings is do all the good you can for as long as you can to whoever you can with by whatever means you can. And I'm loosely quoting that. So don't. (laughs) But the point in saying that is money is a means to helping people. Right. And. God calls us to give because he wants the best for us. He doesn't want anything from us. He wants the best life for us. And that's kind of the way I've under, I've come to understand giving because kind of like you, I didn't really understand giving growing up. It was kind of a kind of a weird dynamic, right? I think a lot of people are do think do see it like that. Mm-hmm. Like and I I can totally understand how they see it like that. Like how they see the church being seeming greedy. Yep. Seeming like, "Oh, give us your money." Um, you know, when you pass a plate, it's like the person next to you is like putting in 20. It's like, if they're putting in 20, I got to put in like 25 or something like that. And so it's just like this pressure, like the feel or like everyone's eyes turn on you if you don't give. Mm -hmm. And that's not like, I guess what it's about, but I feel like it can be kind of looked at that way. Yeah. And it's like, it's sad that that's, that's kind of where we're at. But I mean, you think you look at the new Testament and the, like Jesus dealt with the same exact thing with the Pharisees, right? The Pharisees put a bunch of these oppressive restrictions on the Jewish culture around the time when Jesus lived and said that you had to give a certain amount every week or else there was something wrong with you. Like you weren't right with God. You didn't really love the church. Maybe you didn't even know God, right? That's what they said. And that is not the way that God lays out giving in the Bible, right? That's not God is not this this rule follower who beats you over the head when you don't give X amount or when you don't go to church every single Sunday, right? 
he, what he he wants is he wants a relationship, right? He wants us to have this abundant life. And it's either Proverbs or it's Jesus. I can't remember which one off the top of my head, but it's either Proverbs or Jesus that said it is better to give than to receive. And that is so true. I because we talked about uh, we already talked about a couple episodes ago the difference between happiness and joy, right? I find that when I receive something, I'm like I'm really happy about it. It's great. Kind of lifts me up a little bit. But when I give, there's this deep sense of contentment that just fills my soul that you can't really you can't get by receiving, right? I think that's the heart behind it. And like we've already talked about, God has given us so much. So it, that enables us to give generously to others, right? Yeah, well, we think of uh, the lady who had, like, it's the, it's the story in the Bible where the lady didn't, like, had nothing. Mm-hmm. and But she still, like, came and brought an offering of everything she had, which is, like, very little. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes, you know, you come, like, oh, I don't have, whatever I'm able to give isn't very much. Like, maybe you don't make that much or something like that. Or you don't have much. Like, oh, I have to give this. But when you give, God blesses, God blesses your life. Yeah. And I've seen that true in my life. And it's not like we should be giving to be getting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's not the point that yeah. you should be giving, you know, because God has blessed you, like you're saying. And I think it's easy to look past all of like all of the little things that God has blessed us with. Yeah. Like we look at, you know, let's say we're going through something and you're focused on that. And you're like, man, this, is re- this really sucks. You know, life's so hard. But then you look at all the things that God has blessed you with. Like he, maybe he's like, he's blessed you with the roof over my head. He's blessed me with food. He's blessed me with friends and family. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's so easy to look past those things because we're so focused on this little issue you know, that's maybe like just a speck in our entire yeah. lifespan. Yeah. And so we're, it's so easy to look past that and like, oh man, this sucks. Life sucks. But like God has blessed you in so many ways. Yeah. And so like just giving, giving back to him saying, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for all the ways that you've blessed me. Yeah. And then he will, tr- he truly will bless you. Yeah. And you, I, I think it's important. You, you mentioned we don't give to get, right? That's an important distinction to remember because it's all, it's all about the heart, right? And, and that was, that is what Jesus came to shift. He came to shift the heart. Because the Pharisees and the religious leaders of the New Testament were so focused on the outward appearance. And you look at specifically the Sermon on the Mount. That Jesus gave, but Jesus' most famous sermon that he probably preached multiple different times in multiple different places, uh, but it's recorded for us twice in Scripture, and it's in Matthew five five through seven and Luke something. I just know it's most famously in Matthew five through seven. But he his whole aim in that passage is to deal with the heart, right? And that is what Jesus says about giving. Like he, he wants a giving heart. He doesn't want us just to give just just because right to kind of check off a box but he wants us to to give generously from a heart of cheerfulness right and it's just it, it's an interesting dynamic that i think uh it the church today has missed and it's sad because um because it's just it it's turned into a hard topic to talk about right when it, it really shouldn't be it should be it should be a <laughs> joyous topic to talk about right uh, Pastor Matthew says it all the time from the platform, and he said he said it in various messages. But he says whenever he talks about giving, he says that he doesn't want anything from you. Like God doesn't want anything from you. 
God wants the best for you, right? God, we've talked about this abundant life. God wants that for you. And that's why he says, you give, you give. You, you, you are a cheerful giver. And I think, let me see, it's the, where the 10th come from. Like, cause you talked about like how you gave 10% when you were little, right? Yeah. I think, I think that came from the old Testament when God instituted for like the Israelites to give a 10th of their crops or a 10th of their money to uh, the temple, the temple workers. And that was the means by which the temple workers supported themselves, right? That was the means by which they were fed. That's how he took care of them. And we obviously don't bring crops to church still, but I do. Wait, you do? Oh, <laughs> you walk in. You, you don't? You walk in a lakeshore on Sunday, <laughs> handful of corn. with some crops. <laughs> that's maybe Is that's that not we, normal. Maybe that's what we've been missing. <laughs> Are people not doing that? What? For, Farmer Spencer here is feeding the staff of Bay Hope Church. Real Midwest boy. <laughs> but, oh, that's great. I, I, I want to see that when I come home. I want to see I want to see you walk into church with a big handful of corn. <laughs> Should I be wearing like a straw hat too? <laughs> yeah, just walk up to Pastor Matthew and say, here's my tithe. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. But yeah, that is like the means by which God supported the people he specifically appointed to to care for the temple, right? To care for the people of Israel. And that is where the this tithe, this tithing idea came from. And that is why we tithe today, right? To support the church, because the church is not a, a government organization. It's not run by any like outside corporation. It's like a nonprofit organization. And so our tithes actually go to help further not only the like the, the physical church, but the global church, right? That and we're ultimately not giving just to that pastor, just to Bay Hope Church, or just to whatever church you may attend, but we're giving to God, right? Because God is the head of the church. Yeah, that's his kingdom. But I think it's, like, I struggle sometimes, like, I forget, or mm -hmm. something like that, or it's like, you know, maybe things are tight, and it's like, uh, I don't know. And so it, it's it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, And it's it, you think it's only 10%, but it's not easy. Like, I still it's struggle. Mm-mm. And so, like, I know we've got, like, automatic giving or whatever, mm -hmm. um, but it's it's still tough. Yeah. But I think t I think 10%, like, if you're wondering, like, what's, like, a good, like, what should I, what <laughs> should I give? It's like tipping. It's like, I never, like, I always, I never know what to tip if I don't have, like, a calculator. It's uh -huh. like, shoot, what do I, what do I do? <laughs> and, uh, but, like, the, you know, the typical rule is, like, what, 15%? Yeah, I think so. And and tipping. So mm -hmm. I feel like the the general rule for giving is like ten percent because I guess it does say so in the Bible. Yeah. And, but, like, and so like, yeah, so that's I guess that's a good like yeah level. And it's a it, that's that was a mandate to help specifically the temple workers, right? But when Jesus came, he dealt specifically with the heart. He talked about the woman in the New Testament who like all she had was this mite. It, that was the like the equivalent of a penny today. And this this poor woman, she she scrapped for it. She was sweeping the house, and she had no money. And all she had, she found this mite on the floor, right? And she went, she put it in the offering plate, and Jesus saw it. And what did he say? He immediately said, he praised this woman and said, you see, it's this woman who has given abundantly more than all of the Pharisees. Who The Pharisees, you do some historical studies. They were wealthy people. Like, they— they were well off. They lived in nice houses. They had nice families. They had like they, they were not hurting for cash. And Jesus points to them and says, this woman has given more 
than you have given in your entire life because of her heart. Oh, burn. Right. Yeah, burn. <laughs> Jesus yeah. was – there's sometimes in the New Testament where Jesus was not shy. He was not bashful. <laughs> he just – he spoke truth. And and that was one of the, the truths that he spoke is that this woman who didn't have a whole lot gave out of a cheerful heart, and she was blessed by God for her cheerful heart, right? Well, it's crazy. Like, I mean, for like – I mean – since way back then since like almost forever there's been this like societal focus on money yeah like money is everything mm-hmm. especially in our society today where money is going to bring you happiness the more mm-hmm. things you have the better you're going to be and that, it's been that way since there's nothing new under the sun you yeah know? yeah and so i think like we've talked about like the love of money or the money is not bad but the love of money is the root of all evil and so when our focus is like when we make money this idol or when we when we make things like this idol and putting it above god that's when it's bad yeah but money in itself is not bad but you know it doesn't bring happiness and we talked about earlier with like all these rich and famous people who have all of the money in the world and they're so rich and they have all these big houses but they're like we see all these famous people like sad they're so sad and depressed and it's like what you have all this money and you're still sad exactly and so that just proves that money's not going to bring you happiness. Exactly. All the money is not going to bring you happiness. And it's not you, – you said it. You hit the nail on the head. Money is not the root of all evil. It's the love of money. You can fill in the blank with anything. You can take out money and fill in the blank. The love of material possessions, the love of wealth, the love of success, the love of status, the love of power is the root of all evil, right? It's about the heart. It's about the heart, and that is the whole point Jesus gets to when he's talking about giving. And that's so important for us as Christians to remember is that like we may, and it's, it's with giving it, God does not want us to get into this comparison trap. God wants us to be wise stewards of what he's given us, but he doesn't want us to compare ourselves to other Christians. That's ridiculous. And Jesus doesn't call us to do that. So if you're listening and you're like, man, I feel guilty because I can't give as much as the guy next to me. Like it, Jesus cares more about your heart, about having a heart and living open-heartedly with open hands, right? Saying, God, here is my life. You use it for your kingdom and your glory. And if you live like that, God promises that you will have everything you need. You will be taken care of. You will be provided for because that means he is your source of strength. He is your source of joy, of happiness, and of wealth, ultimately. Yeah, you're putting this kind of trust in him. Yeah, right. And that he's that he's going to provide, like, even if it's, like, the last thing that you have is, like, a dollar. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to—you're you're showing him that you trust in him by giving that dollar. Yeah, and you can even—so the verse says the love of money is the root of all evil. You can flip that verse on its head, turn it around, and say the love of money is the root of all evil, but the love of God is the root of all joy, Right. That is that is the key. The love that of is facts. That is facts, as the kids these days <laughs> like to say. The kids these days. <laughs> and with that, thank you guys so much for listening to Figuring It Out. We love you guys. We thank you so much for listening. We can't wait to see you guys next week. Uh, remember, like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends. And if you guys have any questions, please hit us up on our socials or email us at, at hello at bayhope.com. All right. See you guys.